This is Gemara and Ksubis, Daf Nun Ches, learning for this month, the month of Elo, Anila Doidi, Ladoidili, as Hashem is so readily present, has been sponsored as an incredible schos Ili Nishama for Esther Rezel Bas Meir, Mr. Shem, learning the entire Chabura, should bring Esther Rezel Bas Rameir higher, higher in Ganadin Shalmaila, closer to Akadish Baruchu. We pick it up from the Nzayanim Advais in the first wide line, in which we quote the Mishnah. The Gemara quotes the Mishnah, in which it says, If the time arrived, if the time for the wedding date in which they set came, whether it's 12 months later, whether it's a month later, whenever it is, it comes. And for whatever it is, they don't get married. The Mishnah taught us that what is the halacha? The halacha is that if it's a Yisrael marrying a Koyen, she's allowed to begin eating truma. So says the Gemara on the second white line, Amar Ula. Every single Arusa is allowed to eat Shuma already from Erisin. Meaning, the whole thing that we're learning in the Mishnah, the whole thing that we're learning in the Mishnah, is that if this man comes to do Nisuin, then we're saying that she's allowed to eat Shuma. Says Ula, really on the Daraisa level, she's allowed to eat Shuma always from Erisin. How do I know that? Says Zula Shnemar. It says in the Torah of Konkikne Nefesh, Kinyin Kasbai. The Pasik says if a Kayin acquires an acquisition of Kasbai, of money, and the Yomar explains, Vainami Kinyin Kasbu. And when someone does Erisin, this is as well called an acquisition of money. So why does the woman not eat it? What's the reason? What's the reason she's not allowed to eat it until Nisuin, which is why we saw in the Mishnah that we have to wait for Nisuin. Because at Erisin, where is she living? At Erisin, she's not yet living in the husband's house. She's living in her father's house. So says the Gemara, you know what the concern is? She might take this truma and she might pour it in her father's house and give it to her siblings who are Yisraelim who are not allowed to eat it. So a din derabanan forbidding her from eating truma after Erisin. Why? Because we're concerned she might give it to Yisrael who's not allowed to eat it. Ask the Gemara one second. So in our case, this man has come. The time has come for them to do Nisun. And they didn't. So I asked the Gemara, so she should as well not be allowed to take the truma. Why? Because we should have the same concern that she might go and feed it to someone in her father's household. Answers the Gemara. In this case, now that they're awaiting the Nisuin imminently, they were miyached. He designated for her a place to eat, not by her family. So I asked the Gemara, look at kindly Israel. Ask the Gemara, a kain who is working for Yisrael should not be allowed to eat Shuma. Meaning, a kain can always eat Shuma. But says the Gemara, if the kain is working in Yisrael's field, he should not be allowed to bring food from his house, the Shuma from his own house, and eat it over there. Why not? Because maybe he'll come to eat it together with the Yisrael. So we should have the same concern. Answers the Gemara, no, it's not the same at all. Says the Gemara, when a client's working for Yisrael, his balabas, the Yisrael, feeds him. So he's feeding the Kayin, and we now have to be concerned, he might come to eat the Kayin's own doggy bag he brought from home. So says the Gemara, 
the concern does not apply in this case. So continues the Gemara with another explanation for the reason that this Arusa cannot eat Shuma. Four li- five lines on the bottom says the Gemara of There's another reason why we don't let a girl eat Shuma after Arusin. You know why? Because we have to be afraid that maybe this marriage is going to go awry. Maybe what's going to happen is, Simbaim Rashi says, refers to the fact that they might be able to mevatel the entire marriage. Maybe after they get married, the husband's going to find that his wife has some sort of defect and therefore be mevatel the whole marriage. And therefore, retroactively, she's not able to eat Eresin. Excuse me. She's not able to eat the Chuma. So the reason we don't let her eat Chuma after Eresin is because we're afraid this marriage might culminate in a non-marriage. Says the Mara, one second. So it's same thing should be even after they do Nisu and after they do Chaba. But if they were not Bail yet, if they were not together intimately, so we always have to be concerned that maybe the husband will find some sort of defect that's going to cause him to another marriage. Explains the Gemara, no. In the case that they do Chaba, he checks her out. It doesn't mean he checks her out. It means he has his relatives... He has his female relatives that checks her out to make sure there's no physical deformities, and therefore there's no concern. Ask the Gemara three lines at the bottom. If an Eved who is a Kayin, excuse me, a Kayin that has an Eved who was bought from a Yisrael, so now this Eved used to be owned by Yisrael, now it's owned by a Kayin. Ask the Gemara, should not be allowed to eat Shuma in the new Kayin's household. Why? Because maybe as this Evid is working, one day his master is going to realize there's some sort of defect and, and he's going to annul the sale. This Evid will go back to his prior Yisrael status and then he should not be allowed to eat Shuma. So why does the same concern exist by the Evid? Answers the Gemara, This concern that you might find a defect and everybody know the the Kenyan acquisition is not applied by Avadim. Why? If it's a mom, if it's an issue in the external part of the body, you see it. And if it's an internal problem, Why are you buying the Avid? You buying the Avid to work for you. You don't care if there's an internal problem. Therefore, we don't have this concern. Meaning, by one's wife, there's a concern that maybe there'll be some mum, some blemish. This was the Hava Mina, that you're not going to be able to see. But by an Eved, it's not such a problem. Ask Gemara, one second, maybe Nimse Ganov, Oi, we turn over to Nanchasim and Aleph, says the Gemara, Nimse Ganov, Oi, Kovyostis. Maybe you're going to find that this, this, this Eved that you think is a trustworthy Eved is really a Ganov, or he's a Kovyostis. He's really a kidnapper. And that's the reason you don't want to be mevatel the sale. Says the Gemara, Higia. It's not true. You cannot be mevatel the sale if you find out these details. My Ika. What is it that you can actually be mevatel the sale of an Eved? Liste mezoyen. Says the Gemara, only if he's an armed robber, or he's transcripted to the government, that the government has a death warrant about him. And those, meaning only big problems, not a regular Ganov. 
And says the Gemara, Hanu Kala Islay. Such big issues as they call, and therefore we do not have to be concerned about an Eved having the sale potentially annulled afterwards. Now we conclude this part of the Gemara in the commenting that the Gemara just taught us two different reasons why a Kayin Zarusa cannot eat Shuma. So ask the Gemara, regardless of the two reasons that we just said, she should not be allowed to eat Shuma. So my Benayu, what is the practical difference between these two reasons that were given? Says the Mark Benayu, Kibel Moser Valach. The difference is going to be either where we'll just explain the first one where he, the husband said, "I'm accepting the kedushin even if she has a physical deformity." So therefore, the second reason of Simba and the second reason that he might come to annul the wedding cannot be because he says explicitly that he's not saying that. Whereas the first reason would still apply, or Moser Valach, or they gave over the woman for the Kedushin. And we continue with the two dots in which we quote the Mishnah, Reb Tarfin, called Shuma, says Reb Tarfin, that now we're trying to figure out how does a husband pay his wife, a husband who's a Kayin, how does he give his wife food? What type of food? And as we spoken out, when we learned the Mishnah, Shuma, she's allowed to eat because she's married to a Kayin, of course. However, when she is Tamei, she's not allowed to eat Shuma. So does the husband have to be worried about what his wife's going to eat when she is Tame? Or no, he gives her food and she'll work, she'll worry about it, she'll swap her food, she'll change her food, she'll sell her food, etc. So Rav Tarifin and the Mishnah taught us that he gives her all the food from Chuma and she has to worry about it on her own. Whereas Rav Kiva said no, he only gives her half Chuma and the other half he has to give her from Chulin. So says the Gemara, Amr Rabbi, the Machlegis over here is Bas Kain, a girl who's accustomed to eating Chuma, she grew up as a Kain, who's now getting married to a Kain. But says the Baya, if it's a scenario of a Yisrael marrying a Kain, then everyone agrees you have to account for the, what she's going to eat when she is Tame. What's the reason? The reason is because she's not used to Dine Tunavitaira for the mere fact that she grew up without these halachas, she go by Yisrael. Therefore, we have to be more careful and to let her, she's not able to deal with it, so we have to give her half chuma, half chum. Ba'amar Abayi, and Abayi says, furthermore, the halacha that we just said before is only by Erisin, but again, once they do Nisuin, then we have to provide her. Why? Because why in Arusa? She's living in her father's house. So then maybe she'll be able to sell this stuff, etc. But once she moves in fully to her husband, then it's the husband's responsibility to provide for her in the appropriate manner, which of course is going to be, says the Gemara, That's what Rabbi says. The Gemara proves this point. And now the price is explicitly bent. So Brisa proving explicitly this point of Abayah. And we continue with the din of Rav Yudem and Vesera, who's a third opinion. Says Rav Yudem and Vesera, Oimer Nesla Shteyadai Shal Chuma Vach Shal Chulin. Till now, we saw either it's 100% or 50%. Comes like Rav Yudem and he says, no. You know, you give her, you give her two-thirds and one-third. Two-thirds are Chuma and one-third is, is Chulin. What's the reason? The reason is, he just argues that you don't have to give her that much Chulin 
she could be bothered, as we'll see in a moment, she could be bothered a little bit to have to exert effort to sell the chulin. Rav Yehuda, I'm here, Nusla, I call Chuma, Vimacher, Zalkech, Zbetamim, Chulin. Give her double the amount. My explains the Gemara. The difference in these opinions is how much do we force a woman to bother to sell it if you give her a lot of extra chuma? For example, the Gemara just said you're going to give her double the chuma. So you give her double chuma. Even if she has to sell it, she can sell it for a 50% discount. And then buy something without Kedusha will be easy for her. So that, was, that is the Machlekes. Continues the Gemara, 10 lines at the bottom, quoting the Mishnah, Yavam, Enoi Machel, Petruma. Says the Gemara, a Yavam is not allowed to get his, his Yavama, Truma, even though we know, as we learned extensively in Yavamas, that for many regards, the Yavam and Yavama have a very strong connection, they have a very strong Zika. Says the Gemara, still, you cannot give them Truma. You cannot give her Truma, excuse me. My time, I asked the Gemara. Explains the Gemara. Kinin Kaspa, Rachman, Avai Kinin Delchavu. It's a Kinin Kaspa when you feed Shuma. Over here, it's not a Kinyan. It's your brother's Kinyan, and just by default fell to you. Also, Shishak Lash of Neabal, Shishak Lash of Neayavam, we said in the Mishnah. Explains the Gemara. Hashman Neabal, I'm alive with Neayavam, what's the Chedesh? And classically, the Gemara speaks out. Zubain Sarchleim, Zukatani. It's not that there's an extra novelty in each case. Just being out all the cases, this, and even this, and even this, and not, and, and, excuse me, this, and of course this, and of course this, Minichase is not a larger chadish. We're just speaking out that which is obvious. Zu Mishnari Shaina. And the Mishnah concluded with teaching us that the Mishnah Rishayna was that you get 12 months for a Bisula to prepare and 30 days for a Bagaras to prepare. But then the Mishnah Achreina came along, and, excuse me, and at that time, when the 12 months comes, the one month comes, the Yisrael can eat Shuma from her husband's household. But then the Mishnah made a that she can never eat Shuma until Chapa. So says the Gemara, four lines of the Bible, what's the reason for this Taikana that a woman can never eat Shuma until she does Chapa? Like we saw before, that we're concerned that maybe the husband will find some physical defect and he'll annul the marriage. And therefore, says the Gemara, that concern disallows her from eating Chuma so they actually do Chapa. So says the Gemara, So now, let's remember, the first part of today's Shear was explaining why she's not allowed to eat Chuma after Ayrson. Now we just learned why she now let Truma even after this man, the time comes to get married and someone just holds back. So says the Gemara, there's two different reasons. So according to Ula, everything is great. The first reason why we didn't allow her to eat Truma after Erisin was why? Because maybe she's going to go and feed her Truma to people in her father's house. And Ubas Raisa. And now the second Takana that we just learned, disallowing her from eating Truma when, disallowing her from eating Truma, even after this man comes, is Misham Simpoin. It's beautiful according to Ula. As we turn over the page, says the Gemara, comes out very funny. Both reasons are from Simpoin. So explains the Gemara, my benayu. What's the difference? So explains the Gemara, ik benayu b'tikas chotz. No, there is a there is a practical difference. The difference is going to be what if he checks his wife from the outside superficially, 
in order to ensure that he's not going to invalidate, he's not going to be symboling after Kedushin. So Mar Savar, the original Taikana held, the original Taikana that just said you can't eat Truma after Irisin, and rather you have to wait until Nisuin, or you have to wait until the time comes, held, that an external check is enough. But then the latter Bezdin came along and they made a Taikana Mar Savar, and now even when the time comes, even if you did this, External check, you're still not allowed to eat chuma until you actually enter into the chuppah. And we continue, non chasim and beis, the Mishnah that teaches us. We're in the same theme of the different obligations of husband to wife and wife to husband. So says the Mishnah, what if one goes and says, everything my wife makes, all her earnings, go lehektish, go to the beis amikdash. She still allowed it, she still works, and that which she works, Aikhalas, she eats, she's still able to support herself with the food, and it does not go with the money, it does not go directly to the base of Mikdash. Ha Moiser, what about the excess of that which she needs to eat and support herself? Says the and Rashi points out it's the excess of that which is normal for her to eat, says the Yamara. Yes, the husband's uh, words work. And it goes straight to the base of Mikdash. Yechon Sandler says no. Says the Gemara, a concept in which, uh, have we seen, I'm not sure if we've seen this together, but says the Gemara, a concept that a woman is allowed to tell her husband, you know what? Don't, don't do me any favors supporting me. I have a good high-profile job. I'm going to work hard. And I'm going to keep the money to myself. The woman says to her husband, I'm not going to be supported by you. And I'm not going to get give you my paycheck. Explains the Gemara why she allowed to say that. What was the whole impetus? What was the reason why we, we made a Takana? That... A husband has to support his wife, Iker, or my Iker. That's the reason. The main impetus was so that the husband supports his wife. And the fact that the wife has to give her earnings back to her husband, that was a secondary reason. That was Mishameva. We don't want resentment. We don't want a husband to be going and have to give his wife money and food every day. And his wife goes and has a job and keeps all the cash to herself. And therefore, when she says, I'm not going to get your food, I'm not going to give you my money, since the whole reason for the Taikana was to help her, so if she says, I don't need this help, I'm going to keep my own money and I don't need your food, we'll allow it. asks the Gemara one second, says in Abraisa, the opposite, that they were Misaki, they made a Taikana that she gets fed. Why? Because she gives him her Maisiodel. So it doesn't sound like the whole impetus is to get her food. It sounds like the opposite. The impetus is so that her earnings go to her husband. And therefore, we she should not be able to make this Takana this uh tonight. Explains the Gemara. Switch around the words in the Ibraisa. So comes along the Gemara, and the Gemara says, I'll bring you a Raya. I can bring you a riot to this dinner of Rav Huna from our Mishnah. 
I'll bring you a raya makdish ma'zidei yishtoi. It's in our mishnah of so many sakdish turnings of his wife. She's still allowed to keep her earnings and feed herself. So says the Gemara, my love, are we not talking about a case in which the wife is supported by her husband? And even though the wife is supported by the husband, meaning the husband has enough money to support his wife, and yet the Mishnah says she has the power to keep her own money, so we see that the ability is it the ball's in her court. She's allowed to say she always has the right, even when he wants to support her. She has the right to say, No, I'm keeping the money for myself. So that's a right, Ravuna. Says it's no right. The mission is referring to a case in which the husband doesn't support her. Since the husband doesn't support her, that's the reason why the Mishnah said if he wants to be maktish and consecrate her stuff, he's not allowed to. Ask the Gemari, what's the Chiddush if he's not supporting her? So of course he can't go and make her stuff hectish. Why? Even according to the Manda Amar, there's an opinion that holds that a master could tell his slave, you have to work for me and I'm not supporting you. He's able to do that. But honey, mili the only sad, the only potential opinion would hold that by a slave of Kenani. Why? Doesn't write with regard to him. Well, Evid every, but a Jewish slave, you're not able to do that. You're not able to tell the slave, work for me, and I'm not giving you food. Of course, you have to give the slave food. So certainly, you have to give your wife food. So if there's a scenario, which someone's not supporting their wife, of course her money is going to stay to herself. What is the chiddush of our Mishnah? Says the Gemara, you know what the chiddush is? Seifa, it's the end of the Mishnah. The din about Maisar, the what do we do with the excess earnings that she makes that she does not need for her own support? That is the chiddush of the Mishnah. And now the Gemara points out that this halacha of Rav Huna, Rav Huna that said that the bulls in the wife's court, she's allowed to say, excuse me, she's allowed, she's allowed to say, I'm not going to be fed for you, I'm not giving you my paycheck, argues on Reish Lakish. Don't say the reason for a mate is because a person is not able to consecrate something that's not in this world yet. At the time of the Rameyer, what's the reason? Because just like a husband is able to force his wife to give him her earnings, her paycheck. Therefore, in the Mishnah, when the husband consecrates his wife's stuff, it says, if he said, your hands are consecrated to your creator. So we see clearly that what does Rish Lakish hold? That you could, yes, support your wife to give her earnings to you. Asks the Gemara one second. Rish Lakish, beautiful shot in Rameir, but he didn't actually say that. Answers the Gemara, keeping the Shaminu the Rameir, Damadari, and the Mighty Davar Levatala. Sids Rameir is generally of the opinion that person doesn't say something Levatala for no reason. Therefore, Nasek, kill him, or Lai Kashadecha, Lai Seyem. Therefore, Ishlakish explained Rameir, says, if he said that, because that's the only way that it's going to work. 
But ask him our further Rish Lakish was over Amir, you know them Makdish Avishabalaylam, you Rish Lakish, you explain the Ramirs of the opinion that you cannot be Makdish in the town of this world yet. So says a woman, I want to marry you after I become a ger. Or after you become a ger. After I become freed from being a slave. After you become slave. After your husband dies. After your brother dies. Or after you get chalitza. In all these cases... Rameer Mimigudashas. Rameer holds the Kedushin does work. So seemingly Rameer is of the opinion that you could, yes, be mocked as something that's not yet in this world. Says the Gemara, Meahi in Mehaleka, Lemashna Mino. Says the Gemara, you're right, in Abraisa, you can prove that a Rameer holds that one could be mocked as something that does not exist. What Reish Lakish was pointing out was in our Mishnah, in our Mishnah, the Din of Meiser, in our Mishnah, when Rameer said that the Meiser of that which he earns is going to be Hektish, that itself does not necessarily prove that Rameer holds on the Maktish Davish It's true that's his opinion, but we cannot prove it from our Mishnah. And that is why Reish Lakish came along and said, Rameer holds, you don't do something Levatala. And therefore he wants to make it as if she said, that you're, as, as if he said, Yekachu Yedechala Yiseyem. We'll pick it up from the two dots in the next year. B'siyat Adishmaya.